Powered by Subla X, OQ's innovation hub, this is Subla X Podcast, an OQ podcast. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome to Subla X Podcast. Uh, my name is Walid Al Mahrazi from the corporate HSSE department. I would uh, like to welcome to the OQ community this podcast on COVID 19 and the journey of OQ with this pandemic. My guest today is uh, Dr. Ali Lawatia. Uh, welcome, Dr. Ali. Thank you, Walid. Um, so, uh, Dr. Ali, if you don't mind sharing with us a bit of your background, your experience, and uh, your journey till you got to OQ. Okay. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, my name is Dr. Ali Lawati. Uh, I'm working at OQ in the corporate HSSC department as an occupational health center of excellence. I started uh, here in the medical field after graduating from Sultan Qaboos University Hospital, uh, Sultan Qaboos University in 2001. And then I've been working in different hospitals across Oman till 2008, Ministry of Health and Communicable Disease Department, which is at the moment current uh, with the, uh, handling the COVID-19. So I was working in the department. I was uh, heading the I was heading the tuberculosis, leprosy, and I was the national coordinator for HIV and uh, sexually transmitted infections. And then after two years of working in the ministry, I was representing the Ministry of Health Oman in the WHO. I moved to an organization in Sohar called Valia Unpalletizing Company for five years. And then after that, I left and I joined Orpic, which is OQ Downstream Occupational Health uh, from September 2017 till date. So that is a brief about myself. Uh, thank you. Very, very interesting career, Dr. Ali, and uh, you're an asset to our organization. And uh, without further ado, we'll start with uh, a bit of the questions that I'm sure most of our audience are eager to get some information on. So if uh, you don't mind, Dr. Ali, can you share with us, um, gen- in general, what is COVID-19? How and how did OQ start to prepare for it? And what are the challenges that... Uh, you faced in the initial stages of COVID-19? Okay, in uh, a brief, basically, uh, COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus, which is a known family process that has caused a lot of infections. And this is considered as an infectious diseases, which is a new one, goes back to COVID-19. So having the preparation in terms of OQ, we were working very in the beginning and we start even monitoring the numbers on a daily basis uh, sharing it with the people to know what are we looking for and we should be prepared and in OQ we started our preparations since then and uh, alhamdulillah we were able to minimize the impact of COVID-19 to our employees and to ensure that the continuity of the business goes smoothly as much as possible. And how was it taken and what was the approach on it? Uh, the team started working together from the beginning to to look at different aspects of the COVID-19 if Oman gets the cases and what will be the impact on our employees' health and safety and the business as well. So there a lot of work was done by the, by everybody uh, to ensure the objectives are met. Are met. And uh, the first is first case actually we got it for one of our colleagues whose family member has come from abroad because. Initially, the first uh, source of infection was people coming from outside. All right. So the person went to get his family and his his, uh, family was having the infection, especially the spouse was having the infection. And because the person, uh, the employee was taking care of 
contact, then he got the infection and his kids got the infection. So that was the first case that we got it. And the person was not at work. So the person was on was taking leave to spend time with his family and he got the infection. Alhamdulillah, that was the first case. Is the first case we had and uh, the person has recovered completely. But again, I would say the first case was very challenging because at that time, things were not very clear. Though we had the guidance, but implementation was a challenge. But again, starting from that first case, uh, we learned a lot and we took every, we ensured the person is taken care of and all the concerned people from the HR, from the department are in, are uh, taking care and everybody's part so that the employees, they know that they belong to the family and everybody's taking care and doing their part. So that was the first case among our uh, employees was diagnosed as uh, COVID-19 in OK. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Ali, for your uh, inputs on that. One of the other things that, uh, especially in the HSSE uh, community, we always like to take advantages from incidents or occasions that happen. So can you please share with us two lessons learned uh, from previous OQ-related maybe COVID-19 cases, maybe a positive uh, reaction from the person who got infected? and uh, a negative also feedback so we can learn from and share with the community uh, okay uh, good question Walid. basically as we know the COVID-19 uh, scenarios are different from person to person so and the most important thing is that you you identify learnings and ensure that you implement them across so uh, the positive part will be or a uh, positive part will be something uh, we had uh, some cases where employees even in the case of doubt, they had ensured that they stayed at home and they contacted their their management and they contacted the clinics that they're reporting to, and they followed the instructions religiously. Uh, so basically, those are the employees that they have guidelines, instructions, which everybody's doing their part, uh, the management, the leadership, the team leaders, everybody, literally the colleagues as well, they ensure that they do their part in implementing and bringing on the suggestions for improvements as well. So we received a lot of suggestions of why don't you do these things like this, or what 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 if we do it this way? So bringing on suggestions uh, and ensuring the implementation of the guidelines is one of the very very important lessons that we really did a lot, and we have seen the commitment of employees and who are concerned about their health and their safety and this uh, safety and health of their members, their loved ones, and even their colleagues at work. So we have seen uh, a lot of employees implementing the same and filling the disclosure forms and getting the temperature scans on a daily basis whenever they enter. And if they're not, if they're having any symptoms, they don't come to work and they do communicate properly and they ensure that they are having their masks on, maintaining the physical distancing. So basically we have a lot of employees that have really implemented these examples. So this is, I would say, this is a very good thing. And uh, I believe most of us are implementing the same. Uh, on the other side, unfortunately, like some of the uh, employees that they have not fulfilled the requirements, where we had some of our colleagues, right, uh, previous aid, that they have uh, not fulfilled the requirements, they have not implemented the physical distancing, and they had the family gatherings and the physical contact, sharing the food together, where the employee, their brother, family members, most of them were infected positive. And uh, some of the employees, they have come to work, where knowing there are family members, close contacts, staying in the same house, they have done the test and waiting for the result. We had some instances where done the test has come to work and they're waiting for the result. And some of them, they have come to the work with symptoms. 
like on both sides so unfortunately we had uh, a good number of people that they are they have still they are not complying to the requirements and the guidelines and recommendations 100% but the good and the best the majority of our colleagues they do implement so yes and i'm sure that with time most of us are implementing and going to ensure that the, all of these uh, boxes are ticked another question dr ali from uh, the community that we can sense uh, with the new process of testing in oman what has changed and why does the number start uh, basically uh, dropping very rapidly in uh, oman Okay, uh, the more we test, the more we find. This is a fact which has been shown across uh, everywhere in the world. And there's no country that they can't test every individual in that country. So initially, it was very important to identify the spread of the disease. and The numbers were showing very high. On the parallel side, the government has started checking something called serology, which is taking the blood test, the antibodies of people to know uh the community trend what are the numbers who are the people that they have community the uh, wilayats the governorates so to take actions accordingly but if you look at the number the numbers are showing less because the guidelines of the ministry of health has been changed about the testing criteria initially if you have mild symptoms when do the test but now you have mild symptoms or moderate symptoms then you quarantine yourself for 10 days but when you have se- severe conditions or if you're community compromised or you have any chronic conditions that is the time you can go to the health center and the uh, test will be taken but that is more of a clinically accepted rather than everybody goes and does the test so that's why the number of tests has been reduced and the government now is not the numbers are not shown how many numbers of tests are being done but the number of hospitalized and uh, people are having or the number of cases of, uh, of deaths are close to whatever we used to have before so that has not changed much but uh, i believe what we have seen during the eid holidays uh, there were a lot of awareness and many people were following the instructions because they have seen lack of compliance with the guidelines in the previous aid has led to the had led numbers to increase uh, dramatically so during this aid many people were really concerned about themselves their family and the loved ones so numbers are re- but uh, this is that does not mean that the covid-19 has completed so this is very very important that we should all know and not to take uh, this for granted thinking that only we rely on the numbers because we know the more we test the more we'll get and if we we'll test less they will have less numbers but there are other indicators to look at with the death number of cases of deaths and the people are being hospitalized and the government and the sikkim community and all the governmental and the private sectors everybody is doing their part to combat covid-19 and the oq has been among the pioneers as well from day one in terms of ensuring the health and safety of the employees and ensuring this of the business without any interruption indeed indeed dr ali we a lot of companies have benchmarked their approach with the, what oq is doing and this is something to be very proud of within the country over here so um we are pioneering we are becoming a benchmark for other entities to deal with this pandemic now since we know that our businesses need to run and from the sharing perspective can you please share with the OQ community safety tips on coming back to the office safely resuming the new normal uh, 
that we will need to live with now. So how can we resume life with the new norm available in the world now? About coming back to the office, again, something very important to, to share. COVID-19 is everywhere. So it's not only in the offices. Uh, if you see in the offices, we have quite good number of controls, starting from the guidelines that if you have, when you have symptoms, you should not work. And everybody has to fill this self-disclosure form before starting, whether you're a shift employee or you're a regular employee. The temperature scan has to be done on a daily basis. And then another thing is that you have the sanitizers uh, available where you have the, the soaps, which is antibacterial. Uh, the physical distancing has been there. The acrylic sheet has been in place. A lot of measures has been taken to ensure the health of safety of the employees. So control measures at work are very strict, very stringent, uh, which the management has made sure and invested a lot of money for the health and safety of employees. Whereas, and providing masks, of course. So coming to the office, we have to ensure that we all comply with the requirements to ensure that we can come healthy work, we go back home healthy. If we don't follow the uh, guidelines, if I come to work, if I'm having any symptoms, and I say, ah, this is only mild, it's just a flu, and God forbid, if it turns out to be COVID-19, I have uh, harmed myself, I have harmed my colleague, and I have harmed, maybe I have harmed my family and my colleague's family, and I could have interrupted the business as well. So ensuring the physical distancing, uh, wearing the mask, wherever it's applicable, and uh, avoiding physical contacts, sharing of uh, food and stationaries and otherwise, and uh, all the lines. So if whenever we are coming back, we have to ensure that we do all whatever is supposed to be done uh, for our own health and for our loved ones when we go back home and uh, for the colleagues and for the business as well. Uh, keeping in mind, as I've said again, that COVID is not over and it is going to stay for some time, but this is a new normal that the, the whole world is getting used to. And uh, again, 19 is not only in the workplaces, it is, uh, it is everywhere. So as long as measures, whether we are at work or not, it is our responsibility. And again, Walid, as you have said, that the government has done a lot in terms of the Ministry of Health and the Supreme Committee. Now it is individual's role because I can have the best uh, hospitals, but if I don't follow what I'm supposed to do for my own health and safety, I'll be exposing myself, my, my close contacts and the family and everybody else. So it is everybody's responsibility to, to ensure that we work together to combat COVID-19. Well said, Dr. Ali, thank you for that. Uh, now from a care perspective, what should our employees expect in the near future? What is the plans? How do we show care to our employees? What are the things that will be provided for the way forward with the COVID-19 for the OQ community? Uh, well, it, uh, I believe uh, whatever has been done from, from day one, since we started having the meetings at the EMT, I believe that is all of that is related to the care. So the uh, challenges were identified, the objectives were very clear where the health and safety for employees was the first priority, which is again, the, which is dear of employees and ensuring that everybody's uh, following awareness, communications, and providing whatever is required, changing and modifying the offices. So all of that was related to care. And now uh, OQ has uh, invested in getting uh, five COVID-19 uh, rapid tests, not rapid tests, sorry, the real-time PCR machines uh, are procured by OQ with the, with the test kits. 
and those are going to be placed in different hospitals where the employees with symptoms uh, will be referred. So now at the moment, we are working very closely to have the guidelines in place. So we don't have to wait for two to three days to get the result, or sometimes in the past it was even five to six days to get the results. If somebody is having any symptoms, then that person is going to be referred and uh, we will get the results in, uh, within 24 hours, if not less. So we are working on that at the moment, and thanks to the management for uh, for really caring part and uh, approving the whole thing among so many other budgets that has been approved. So we'll be having our own uh, machines where we'll be util utilizing it for our employees, and uh, there'll be a clear guidelines uh, how to use it and when to use it. Uh, wrapping up this uh, session, Dr. Ali, on the dare part, how can we dare our employees in regards of COVID-19? adopting to the new norm okay uh, the daring part because our uh, behavior is sheer care and dare so we have done uh, i be uh, we are uh, the management has done a lot of caring and we have shared the information and awareness but again uh, if i get to know what i'm supposed to do necessary requirement support and uh, i get the information so all of these things has been done more than once on a regular basis but despite all of that, if I don't follow as a person, like I know that I'm supposed to wear a mask whenever I'm in, uh, speaking or I'm away, uh, in less than two meters. I know I'm not supposed to be sharing food with somebody else. I know that I'm not supposed to do one, two, three, four, five. Despite all of that, if I'm doing it, so that's my individual responsibility, which I have the health and safety of myself and of my colleague as well. So here we are all uh, practicing the share care there. So this that whenever we see somebody is not following the requirements and keeping himself and us in, 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 in a high risk, I don't know where, because nobody knows where was I last night, whom did I meet two days back, uh, did I meet my family members, did I meet my friends? So all of these things are uh, individuals' responsibility because we know on a basis with the whole media, by the government and even by OQ, what are the things uh, I'm supposed to do and what are the things I should not do. And what are the controlled measures that I should have in place? So despite that, if a person does not follow, then I believe there should be some, and there are already consequences management to ensure that people don't misuse, don't, uh, misuse or they just don't take the things for granted. As we know, because COVID-19 is there, there have been so many number of cases and there have been so many number of cases of death. So I, as a person, I'm sure you as a person will not allow somebody risk himself and risk myself and you and your family and my family as well and everybody's family and we are in Oki, we are one family so people have to follow i believe as, as i said as well like thankfully majority of our colleagues and uh, employees are following but for those that they're not following it is matter of commitment it is not matter of heroic that oh i'm i'm strong i'm young uh, i will not get COVID 19. if you look at the number of cases in the hospitals and even the death cases not only in the world even in oman we have they have passed away without having any chronic conditions as well. So when somebody does not follow, then I believe that is the time, unfortunately, will be will be daring to take consequences management. But that is the last thing. But again, which when it's required, we will. But again, whenever any of us we see somebody is not following, then this is the this is our daring part to go and speak to that person, make him understand why he's not wearing it or why he's not uh, implementing and complying. Because that is for his safety and for everybody's safety. So that was the, uh, that I would say about the big part. Thank you, Dr. Ali. Wrapping up this uh, session of uh, the podcast, Dr. Ali, uh, thank you for your time.
and uh, hope to see you in a future podcast with the Sublex. Join us in listening to interesting stories from OQ. Subscribe to Sabla X.